Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Joss Speak Digital Podcast. My name is Jessica. I go by Joss Speaks, as you all know. Today, we have Taniqua Russ. I said it right, correct? Yes. Thank you. And she is going to tell us about her podcast. She started a podcast called Black Fashion History. And you guys, I am super stoked about um, her podcast already. So tell us why you started a podcast. Okay, well, first of all, thank you for having me, Jessica. I'm really excited to not only share about my podcast, but also hopefully inspire some people who are listening. So thank you so much. But I started Black Fashion History because I wanted to see more diversity in the fashion industry. A lack of diversity has been a hot button issue, especially this year or in the most recent years of fashion. And then, you know, we think about instances where, you know, we have brands that use derogatory imaging of Black people, and part of that buckles down to, well, where are the Black people in these corporations or who are the Black people that's contributing? And I had that same question when I was working for a big brand as a sample assistant. And a sample assistant is just the person that prepares all of the fancy clothing that you see in these photo shoots. Um, every large retailer as well as every large fashion magazine has either a sample or a fashion assistant and they do pretty much the same thing. But as I was working as a sample assistant, I realized that a lot of Blackness, Black people, Black brands were missing in the industry and I wanted to learn more about them. And I would ask my colleagues about like some of their favorite black brands or their favorite black thought leaders in fashion. And they didn't have an answer for me because they didn't know it. Actually, what they told me was that they don't exist. And I knew that as black people, we existed. Uh, so that wasn't the right answer. And so I took yeah, it upon absolutely. myself to, to yeah. go ahead and, you know, research those things and find out for myself, you know, where are these people, where are you know, the black brands that were started back in the 60s or 70s or even the 50s. And like, are they still continuing today? Where are the black people that's contributing to fashion? Um, and as I came across the information I wanted to share, and so I started the podcast to really just be a historical audio archive of this information so that people can have a place to go to find out more about our contributions as a people to fashion, especially and that their answer can no longer be that we don't exist uh, because we do exist and we've existed from years from now and we've contributed so much to the point where our influence is still felt even if we're not given the credit. So I just wanted to share that uh, and people have been loving it, so which has been both surprising and encouraging. Oh, I love the idea and I love the concept. So tell us uh, some of the fashion icons that are African-American um, that we don't know about. So if you could give us just a couple of names off the top of your head. Okay, sure. So one popular one, one of my most popular episodes is the one that I did on a woman named Ann Lowe. And she is a black fashion designer, but she's also the person that created the wedding dress for Jackie O, which is President Kennedy's wife. And that's such a big deal because she created that dress in 10 days. Uh, she originally spent, I believe, five months creating the dress and the bridesmaids dresses for Jackie O. And then her workshop was completely flooded. So all of those things were destroyed. And then she was able to recreate all of those dresses, which is about nine dresses in total. Um, and one of those dresses being a huge wedding dress. And she was able to create that in 10 days. 
and have it prepared for the wedding to the bride without anybody knowing that her workshop just flooded. Yeah. That part about that is that up until recently, she hadn't received any credit for that dress when asked by Jackie O or when like newspapers or people asked Jackie O who made her dress, she just said, oh, a color dressmaker. My wow. podcast is able to share with people like the story behind that. Like Ann Lowe is not just a color dressmaker. She's a person mm-hmm. and she's a person that um, was such a boss. Like she created this amazing dress that everyone's fawning over in 10 days. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm, and I believe that dress sits at the um, African-American Museum at the Smithsonian. Mm. So you'll be able to see that there as well as some other things. And then another popular Black icon that a lot of people don't know about is Zelda Wynn Valdez. And she has been credited with creating the Playboy Bunny outfit. Oh, okay. So she, oh. Right, Exactly. She used to do a lot of work with um, Hugh Hefner while he had the Playboy Bunny clubs, or they weren't the Playboy clubs. Um, and they were just clubs around here with waitresses, like your your average run-of-the-mill, I guess, 50s or 60s club. I don't know what they're doing then. Um, but she used to do some work there, and she used to host fashion shows there. And the story goes that, you know, Hugh Hefner needed somebody to make some really cool outfits for his waitresses. And he loved her style because it was all about just accenting a woman's body and showing off curves. And so he commissioned her to uh, create that. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my gosh. So I, I believe there's also another one, too. I want to say there was another famous fashion Black woman who uh, created clothing for another first lady of the White House. Um, I want to say it was, I can't remember the, her name, but if I find her name, I will send it to you. And I believe Please she do, was a dressmaker wanna... as well. Um, I remember doing, because um, I do research in maternal health and, uh, you know, I was doing just some basic research around just um, historically mental illness and all that good stuff. And I ran into her bio and she had done some work with one of the other first ladies. And then uh, they fell out and then she ended up, um, they got into like a big brawl. And then she had did a lot of, for the elite um, Caucasian women in that time. And I cannot remember her name, but when I find it, I will send that over to you. Um, Please do. That sounds interesting. Yeah. But there's, so there's more, there's definitely more. And you're right. Like how yeah, can you there's... sit there and act like, oh, no, <laughs> you guys were doing nothing during this. <laughs> really? Right. I think the, the issue is people don't take the time to go and look for that information. And that's part of why I created the podcast because I wanted the information to be present and easily accessible so that it will hopefully encourage people to take the time out and seek that information. But that's, that's just a lazy response. People say when they don't know, and then they don't want to go. No. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Okay. So she, she actually, it's Elizabeth Hobbs. Keekly? Oh, Elizabeth yes. Keckley, yeah. Keckley, yes. Yeah, she is another go. dressmaker. She's yes. a former slave. Um, mm. I'm actually reading her book right now. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yes. And she worked with uh, President Lincoln's. Um, yes. The first lady for President Lincoln. So, um, and she was a seamstress and they fell out. And so, yeah, I'm, I, I will subscribe to your podcast so I can hear your thoughts after you finish reading her book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, 
what impact do you hope that your podcast has in the world? I think you've kind of answered that in the first question a bit, but what impact do you hope that your podcast has in the world? Well, yeah, like I said earlier, I really just want to be a historical archive for people and definitely shine light on these legends, as I like to call them, who didn't get the opportunity to smell their roses or receive their awards while they were alive. And above that, I also hope to inspire people that are listening to venture into, you know, those unknown areas that they may be interested in. There seems to be a lack of diversity across the board when you think about all industries. And sometimes, you know, we can be afraid as people to go in there or we feel like we don't have the same amount of resources that other people groups have, or maybe we don't have the money. And so by hearing these stories of people who have done so much in fashion, so much so that their work is felt today, I also encourage people to just put themselves out there, venture into the unknown space, even if people don't look like you, uh, and believe that you can make a difference and you can inspire somebody, not just today, but years from now, when they're telling your story. Absolutely. Because I mean, these women are were working in late 1800s, early 1900s. So right. some racism <laughs> now. That was, <laughs> yeah. Right. They had to endure and overcome and fight through a ton. So it's like, now we can really get out there and start making an impact. Um, and if they were able to do it back then, then we could definitely do it now. Um, so I love Absolutely. that. That's amazing. Yes. Um, so moving into my last question, what is the one thing you want everyone to know about podcasting? I think I want people to know that podcasting is easy. And I know there's some people that will hate me for saying that, but I think that's a powerful thing to understand because before I started my podcast, I was so overwhelmed with information. I was overwhelmed um, with the amount of podcasts that were already out there and people who are doing such a great job with it that I felt like there's no way that I could possibly do that. It's got to be really hard. But once I pushed myself to start and once I like took hold of the concept that podcasting is easy, it really encouraged me to go after it. And I think once you get over the mind hurdle that something is too hard for you to accomplish, it really makes going after it easier. And so I had to understand like podcasting is easy. And what I mean by that is that you can do it. Um, it's easy to get started. You can find a way, you can do it. And whatever message that you want to get out there and whatever passion or thing that's on your heart to share with people, it's definitely needed in this world. And it's easy to do, just get started. Oh, I love that. I love it. Yes. Um, and you're right, right? When I first got started with this, I was like, what? It's an RSS feed. And we didn't have right. Anchor. Like Anchor was not existent when I started podcasting. So it was kind of like, you had to know what an RSS feed, you had to know how to put the RSS feed in their little system. So they right. did. I was like, and I didn't have, a, I didn't have not one Mac, Apple device. <laughs> during that time so I was like with my little Samsung trying to figure it out I was like yeah this is not gonna work so anywho it was a struggle but then I got over that hurdle and I just started it out. exactly and it's kind of like with anything you know when you first get started with anything it's going to be a little bit intimidating and like oh my gosh you might get frustrated but then you'll overcome that and then you'll find that you're able to develop these relationships that are amazing from your podcast I'm not sure if you've experienced that but I certainly have no, I definitely have. Um, yeah. And I realized that 
it's a lot scarier than you think. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. lot less scary than you think, yeah. uh, especially once you start getting in the groove of things, putting yourself out there. Um, it becomes it becomes a much better experience. You learn, you grow. Like you said, you meet great people, mm-hmm. um, and you do what you're always meant to do. So go for it. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for getting digital with us. Tell us where everyone can find your podcast where they can find you, um, all your social media handles and links, all that good stuff. Okay, great. Well, you can find the podcast on all podcasting platforms. So that's um, Apple, Spotify, if you have Anchor, Stitcher, all of those good things. And we are Black Fashion History. Plain and simple, nice and easy to remember. If you're looking for Black Fashion History, you'll find us. And then, of course, you can follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Black Fashion History Podcast. And there I like to go a little bit deeper than the episode and like sharing images of the people that I talk about as well as their work. So if you're interested in that, please do follow. And then, of course, you can follow me at Taniqua Russ on everything. So that's T-A-N-I-Q-U-A-R-U-S-S on all social media platforms. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we will definitely check out Black Fashion History Podcast. Mm-hmm.